This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. And by, by the way, Sedano, your logic was really good. What you yeah. didn't know. Was there five a week? There's f- every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday starting uh, next weekend. Oh, uh, okay. So uh, it's starting so early, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah, basically, yeah. and so if you do, if you figure 12 to 15 every month. That's right. where you get yeah. to the 42. That's where you get 41. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I just thought it was the month of December. They're cranking out a lot of crap over there at Hallmark. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Bergman, what Mace, are we You at? say thank you to uh, Tyler. I, uh, look, producer Tyler, he, he and I, I mean, we've been working together for a long time now. Tyler, this the, is your farewell gift to Mason yeah, right no there. Kidding. Yeah. yeah How long have you worked him. together, Tyler? Not very long. Yeah, it's, and it's been a it's been a great run. <laughs> and remember the it's remember how rocky thank you. it was. If this is your thank you, you're welcome. No, yeah. but it was a it was a very rocky relationship at the beginning, as I recall. Well, yeah, but now but now, but now his one memory of, of Tyler will be he preserved his one game of games win. Way right, to go, Tyler. All right, by the way, we have the grand prize winner for the LAFC Sweet Night next yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, LAFC. This, in this case, they get to go down on the field and kick penalty kicks against a- Jacob. Against right? Jacob after the game. Who yeah. is nice. it? And it's Pedro Alman who who, no! who won no way. who won has four points this week nice, and game Pedro, of games. Nice. So congratulations, okay, I'm glad Pedro! You are the a, a loyal Mason yeah! Ireland listener. That's very good, very good. Congrats, Pedro! All right, so uh, what are you guys doing over there? Where where? Hey, how was uh, how was Yamava Sanano? Uh, it was fun. It Lindsay's sounded birthday great. was a blast. Did you see the cake they brought, Lindsay? I Did you saw see that, that at all? I on saw that media? on social. So basically, it was insane. Well, ba- it so was basically, the moral of the story huge. is: if you're going to celebrate your birthday, do it at Yamava. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, the cake, Ireland. It was. It looked like a wedding cake. Like it was that big, and they had a Cleveland Guardians logo on top. Yeah, well, like Lindsay, Lindsay has gone hot and cold on whether she'll ever get married. So maybe this was her, in essence, her wedding cake. You never know. Well, I mean, I don't know. Well, she doesn't necessarily want to get married. Yeah, she doesn't need to. She's married to Chewy. Yeah, she's that married is true. to Chewy. Beautiful. All right, so, uh, Shana, uh, uh, what game are you doing? Where are you? Uh, I'm home. I'm sick today. So I didn't oh, want to get you, you guys uh, infested what do you got with going? what I have. So. I got like a cr- really bad throat thing and like mm. just like nasally. Well, like, you, sa- not- you sound fine. You sound so fine. that's good. So that's good. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, I'm like achy as hell, too. Like, it's just oh, no. bad. Oh, I wasn't well, feeling hot oh, yesterday. No. Do you have a game this weekend? No, no, oh, no. Uh, Quark in the schedule, only two ACC Network games this week, so I'm off. So with, oh, the, with those symptoms, I have no idea what you might have. <laughs> he doesn't I mean, have I tested it. for, I did test for COVID, actually. Did you? Okay, and, good. No, I did not. It came up negative. Oh, Immediately. Goodness. Like, it wasn't even, like, close. Good. That's my deal, yeah. too. I'm sick today, too. Are you really? Well, only because, you know, yesterday George and I were hugging up on each other and everything. Oh, there you, you go. No, we didn't. Didn't? <laughs> Oh. He he hugged somebody, George. He just didn't remember it wasn't oh. you. My B. Yeah. My B. Yeah. Well, that was DeMarco. My bad. Um, you know, one thing I really enjoy about the Shadano and Cap show mm. is I love, and this is to all of the members of your circle of trust, I think the circle of trust is genius. They, uh, they're definitely loyal. I give them that. There's yeah. no question about that. So I mean, who do you like? You like Lil Cappy? I love Little Cappy. Little Cappy shot a shot with Lindsay yesterday. Oh, is that uh, right? He got Little well, Cappy. Uh, uh, I mean, Little Cappy got Lindsay a birthday present. He got her this really great present. He knows that from like that, Tiffany's, right? He knows that Lindsay Baseball is a gambler, so he got Lindsay Baseball this Tiffany charm that is like, um, you know, like looks like it's like a card, right? Like right, an like ace. It's, it's like you had blackjack or something, you know? Yeah. And so while Lindsay was sort of warming up to Little Cappy, and she was about to like maybe maybe <sighs> give him a hug. Mm-hmm. He went in to try and kiss her. Yeah. Really? It was, it was too aggressive. It was a little weird. I mean, yeah. actually checking on that now, it's kind of a lot of weird. Yeah, and, it really is. And she, with quick reflexes, immediately backed up. Like, it was very uncomfortable. Good for, for her. Cappy. That is weird. You yeah. don't want to be kissed by a puppet. Mm-hmm. Avoid that at all costs. <laughs> so the reason I mentioned your community is that uh, I have finally seized control of ours. I've never what actually. You, you didn't have it? I did not have it. Uh, it was How, set up by a, one of our listeners, Kyle Downey. I had nothing to do with it. And I finally DM'd Kyle Downey. I said, hey, make me a moderator a of moderator, this thing. So right, now I'm yeah. a moderator on oh, okay. uh, the Mason and Ireland so you, Mafia. You seized control. This sounds like some sort of military operation. 
Well, well I just I never had control over you know what happened inside there. Now I have control over what's happening inside there. So we're gonna uh, I I doubt we'll ever reach the heights of the circle of trust, but we are going to expand on the Mason and Ireland Mafia. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're gonna you're gonna stay with mafia. Yeah, we're gonna stay with mafia because we okay. did you see our new we have a new T-shirt called I did see the, the in the family T-shirt. Is I like coming the T-shirt. Out. Yeah, I, did. I think it's I, fun. I had a hard time knowing who was who, but I like the T-shirt. Yeah, there. If you look at it, there's like little names there. But. Yeah, it took me a while to. We're like, gonna give away. Uh, yeah. We've got those T-shirts, so the in the family T-shirts, and we'll give some away tomorrow at our poker tournament at Commerce Casino, uh, which I will likely make the final table for. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way I play. Right. Um, Ireland, don't you agree? I'd li- I'll likely be at the final table. You'll tomorrow. be knocked out within the first hour. Yes. Well, here's the question. The question is, what time's the reservation at Craig's? Uh, six. six. Okay, yeah, he's out early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What are the? Uh, do you think we'll see somebody famous? At well, Craig's. I actually I was know. thinking about. You know, did did the reservation expand from two to four? Yeah. Yes. Let me ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. Would it be too much to expand from four to six? I mean, if I make a call. If, you, if you're really going to come, or you, oh. yeah, and Cappy, if you really, really wanted to come up, I yeah. would give you our two spots. Oh, you would. What oh, about no, the fight, I think though? we can get. I think what, we can get an extra. Anybody going to watch the fight after though? You're no. not really going to go there though. Oh, I, well, the fight is very important to me Saturday. Night. No, right, but I, you're just making stuff up. Like I was just going to text somebody, but you're you're. You you never follow I mean, through. You're going to fall for this thing terrible. again with Cappy about getting him something. He doesn't have to buy me a wants. ticket to Craig's. He doesn't have to buy me. No, a ticket. no. But what I'm saying is, if I go to the trouble to expand this reservation to six, and then mm-hmm. you don't show up, I'm going right. to be pissed off. It's well, a USC not, game all over again. Not only that, but I mean, you're going to look bad to Craig. Worse. Yeah. You don't want that. So right. I'm not doing it. All right, I'm 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're zero then. All right, I'm 49-51. <laughs> yeah, and you remain zero. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You, we need. Yeah, a you got to learn your lesson, Mace. Come on. Uh, so, um, I have, uh, said, and you can question, John is all over me about this, but I think okay. Sunday is a must win for the Rams in terms of in week four, in terms By of the way, where this season goes from here. DeMarco didn't go as far as saying that with us yesterday, but he said it was incredibly important. Yeah. I mean, the reality is if they lose on Sunday and they're, uh, I think they're one point underdogs or point and a half underdogs. I've at seen this it point. even pretty much. Have seen it right? even? Yeah. Um, and that puts them at one and three with Philly coming to SoFi next week. If you come out of the box one and four, you've got to go eight and four the rest of the way to win nine games. You've got to go nine and three uh, over your final twelve to get to ten wins. I just think the mountain becomes very very high. It's going to be difficult to dig out of that ditch, and so it all starts Sunday. Am I overplaying it? No, I think you're right. I think they got to win this game. Like, if I look at their schedule, I think the back end of their schedule, I know Ireland's talked to you about this too, yep. is more winnable. Yep. But it, they need to get some wins early. And look, Indy's a tough team. Like, they're not going to be like some pushover. They, they're good. They're a physical team. Uh, they're good on both lines. So, yeah, they're, they're going to be tough. And, you know, you, you want to be 3-3 three and three after six weeks. If you can do that, I think that, to your point, Mace, you have a good shot of being in the mix for a playoff spot. I'm a little um, more pessimistic. You know, I think that this offensive line has already now in three weeks shown you that two-fifths of it uh, are injured um, seemingly every week. And so uh, Indianapolis, I-, I know a lot of us don't really watch many Colts games, and I don't know if everybody here like has the roster committed to yeah, memory. I went back and watched a bunch of tape. I'm sure you Well, did. I watched the Ravens game. <laughs> I watched sure a, a good chunk of the Ravens game last week because it was on um, – it, it was, was on, on the red zone local network TV is what I had it on, and that's why I watched a lot of it too. You know, I, I forgot like DeForest Buckner. Remember him? Yeah, mm-hmm. he is a guy that you know is a very experienced, long time NFL defensive lineman, and he's got a couple of sacks through the first few weeks and a bunch of you know solo tackles. I'm saying that he's kind of the 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 leader of that defensive line, and I think that they're probably better on the defensive line than most of us realize because. We don't really watch that much of them. And I'm worried about the Rams O-line. So, so. here's the story of the Rams O-line. Um, uh, everybody is healthy except for Alaric Jackson. Um, and he is a game-time decision. He is the left tackle. If they have to go to that Zach Thomas guy again, it's it's lights out. He was absolutely awful. Well, he didn't practice a, on Wednesday. Alaric, Jackson didn't? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today, McVay said game-time decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but even still, like, you know, you look at Joe Noteboom, and he seems to get hurt pretty much every game he does he's in and out of games but he's not a starter 
Uh, okay, well, um, he's a guy that they could really use. He's a body. I'm sorry, starting yeah, right guard. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. starting right guard. You're right. There you go. Yeah, but he's their swing tackle. Yeah. He right. is in and out. He is in and out. He left the last two games and wound yeah. up coming back to both of them. But yeah, it's, it'll the offensive line is going to be critical uh, to buy Stafford some time. Uh, I hope McVay commits a little bit more to the run and we get to see some Kyron Williams. Um, and I think... I mean, it's obviously it's a winnable game. It's a difficult game on the road. Anthony Richardson is uh, is very good. Matthew Berry was on a little while ago. Said he's a top five uh, fantasy quarterback for this week, which scares when me he's a healthy, little bit. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so and they've got they've got again a good offensive line. Um, they've got. Receivers that can make plays. They got Pittman, who played at USC. Zach Moss uh, Josh is Downs. not a not a. Uh, he's, he's, he's not a. Yeah, he's fine. He you know scored what I mean? twice like, last week. He's fine. He's he's not some great running back, but he's fine. Um, especially if you got a good offensive line, he's good. Um, Josh Downs, the kid from you know uh, North Carolina, is a good receiver, rookie receiver. Like they've got guys that can make plays. I just got a uh, tweet from Big Cuz in the Mason and Ireland Mafia. Big Game Cuz. Of- because Game of Games has topped the War of the Worlds as the most intense radio broadcast ever. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And I agree with what Ramona said, that John was doing a, a, a master class of calling the game. It was high stakes, Cap. Right. right. I mean, it was Game 7 of the World Series. It was the bottom of the ninth. It was the most important game of games of Steve Mason's career. Hooper's right, X says the 10 most compelling minutes of radio I've ever heard. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. So was did anybody fun. go back and watch Naked Attraction again? No. I, I, made my, I made my wife watch it last night, Cap, and she was thoroughly disgusted. I got it successfully was grossed out and will never. I, I'm almost thinking about deleting the Max app. It is so gross. Really? Yeah. Did you watch it? No, I mean, I don't. I, I don't you, can't dele- you can't delete the Max app because it has Curb Your Enthusiasm oh, on it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And eventually, uh, the Game of Thrones show, whatever, when it comes that's back. That's right. House of the Dragon, House of the Dragon. When it comes yeah. back. Which yeah. is, it always takes them like five years between seasons. Well, and the writer strike didn't help either. Didn't help a bit. Yeah. Thank yeah. God that's over. Maybe the, I heard the actors are meeting with the studios on Monday, which is a good Beautiful. sign. Beautiful. We're here in some, I'm reading Summer of Summer, Summer of 24. So next summer, we'll have uh, House of the Dragon. Oh, back. good. Good. Yeah, yeah it's a according it's to variety. Great show. I thought the first season was unbelievable. You know what I, I thought? Uh, if you if you watch this show, you know. And George, you watched it. Um, the king. I'm trying to think who played the king. That last scene where he sort of comes out all the way and makes that really long walk. What's that guy's name? That actor's name. You know what I'm talking about? House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Never seen it. Oh, it's so. You, oh, really, John? You hadn't like, seen it at all? It's just like Game of Thrones. It'd yeah, be, I'll get there. It. I'll get there late to the party. Yeah. Um. I. I thought. I thought it was really good. I. I'm surprised. Well, I, I thought the end of it was no. You know. I mean, listen. If you haven't watched it, the thing was a year ago. Like. Uh, right. I mean. I know. It, I've completely it, forgotten what it was about. I mean, the ending was. Um. Uh, the, what's her face is uh, the uh, Rhaenyra's son dies. Yes, remember? Yeah, and yeah. she like has that really like she turns around, she gets the news, and she has this face of like. I want to. I want to kill somebody, right? right? Like, and that's where it ends. Right. The actor, by the way, is Patty Considine. He plays King Viserys, and he has that long where he's all broken down, looks like he's about to die, and yeah. marches. Yeah. I, I thought he should have been winning awards and stuff for that, but it's not going to happen. Well, uh, but it's a great show. It's really that's good. good memory by you guys. I got to admit, that's really good memory for me. I'm like, I know I watched it, and man, you guys are talking details, and I don't remember well, you're this. You're baked a lot of the time, though. No, that's totally true. <laughs> no, that's 100 percent true. That's right. I mean, if I'm going to be sitting in front of the TV watching this, yes, I'm going to be very baked. But you're baked and don't remember things. Like, no, that's how is true that too. possible? That's true also. I'm baked right. and remember everything. Yeah. I know. I don't know, man. Maybe it's different stuff. John's like rolling his eyes. I have terrible memory. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'm ready for the weekend. That's it. Huh? It's here. All right, man. It has oh. arrived. Yeah. Hey, the well, weekend as a winner, Mace. Yeah, one quick question. Because yeah. people have been hitting me up on social media asking me how they can play in your poker event tomorrow. And I'm like, guys, Sold out. I don't Sold have out. answers for you. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah. no, the reservations are in. Matter of fact, nobody over, else can get over in. Over 500 people signed up for it. Wow. So uh, it'll it it'll all go down tomorrow, and whoever knocks us out wins something. Yeah, you win a bounty, I think, and we got T-shirts. There's and five thousand dollars in prizes. Five thousand dollars in cash prizes. Wow. So that's all tomorrow at Commerce Casino. Excited for that. Excited for USC tomorrow morning. Go Trojans. Excited for the Rams on Sunday. Go Rams. Coming up next for you. The most powerful hours of stupidity you will experience mm. this week. It's yeah. always better on Fridays. Shadano and Cap coming at you now. See you Monday at 1, 710 ESPN. 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Bing, ba-dum, bum. Bing, ba-dum, ding, ba-da, ba pick a doom ba-dum, bum. Boo, ba-da, bing, ba-da, ba pick a doom ba-dum, bum, ba-da, bum. Hey there. Oh, that felt so good. What a wonderful release to get things started on a Friday afternoon. Mm. Yeah. That feels good. Okay, good. I'm glad you feel okay. Yeah, you doing all right? I'm not feeling great, but I mean, oh, I'll make on. it through. Come I mean, on, it's man. look, I'm not digging ditches. I'm doing a radio show. Come it's on. Fine. Somebody give this guy a purple heart. Let's go. Come on. Let's I've, uh, you know, I've got a lot of Gatorade in front of me. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, I'm hydrating. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, you know, I've taken uh, Dayquil. I mean, I've done everything I can do. All right. Do you All have right. the Gator Light or just the regular Gatorade? Gatorade Zero. Okay. You got that cucumber Gatorade? No, I don't. I wish I would have some of that. That's, that's good Gatorade, that cucumber Gatorade. So good. It's delicious. I do like it that. It really is delicious. That's tasty so Gatorade. Good. It's so good. So, so good. I'll have some of but, that this uh, weekend, maybe. Yeah. Lindsay, how was your birthday yesterday after I left? It was great. We uh, went to eat. So Cappy got super tired and his red eyes started to take over. Well, let me let me give you my perspective <laughs> mm-hmm, on this. Mm-hmm. So we get off the air at 7, right? And mm-hmm. the goal was we had a dinner reservation at 7.30. Yeah. Is that accurate, Lindsay Baseball? Correct. Which, you know, one of our, one of our lovely partners from Yamava made for right. us. But, but the thing is, is that the game wasn't going to come to an end until more like 8.30. And, right, because and we have to give away the money. Right, Lindsay's giving away a thousand dollars. She's giving away two fifty every quarter. So right, now the dinner reservations at seven thirty, but we're not going to be able to leave the nine oh nine till eight thirty. Right, I feel like that was like an oversight with the whole reservation making thing. But you know, we waited it out and, and we went. But Cappy was just he was not not feeling it at that. Well, point. Well, so what happened is I wound up going with Lil Cappy, wow, and we went over to uh, we went over to Starbucks to get a you know vanilla latte. You know, and then we went back to the original restaurant where we were planning on going, which is now it's like eight forty five at night, and they're like, Yeah, we need a couple of minutes, like twenty minutes. So I'm like, All right, well I'll go put all of our stuff in my car. And then when I got down to the valet, I was like I said to Chris, I'm like, All right, I am out of here, man. Cap, you wiped. took forever to get a coffee with little Cappy. What were you doing? I don't know, man. It did take a long time. It took so long. We were well, looking for you and we're like, Where's Cappy? Where's Well Cappy? what happens is when little Cappy he creates kind of a stir. So people come around, they want to take pictures. You know, he like he like makes everybody laugh and smile. He high fives everybody. So it turns into like a whole crowd, like as if Michael Jackson's walking through Yamaha. You know what I mean? Is that the oh. stir that he makes? I thought it was more like people like, what the hell is going on over there? Oh, gosh, no, no, no. People think it's really interesting. Like, look at that guy and look at that puppet. Let's go mm. see that puppet. Let's take a picture of that puppet. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Now little Cappy's got uh, a Twitter handle. Did you guys know that? I do because I he asked if I could help him get in the circle. Okay. Lil Cappy 710 at Lil Cappy 710. He's on Twitter now, George. He's in the circle of trust. Did you know that? I did see that, yes. Okay. Just want to make sure you knew. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so yeah, so now Chris and I are standing downstairs by the valet, and Chris says this to me. How hard of a drive is it going to be from Yamava to his house in Anaheim? And I'm like, dude, it's not going to be an easy drive. I, my eyesight late at night for some reason. It's mm-hmm. kind of getting blurry. And, you know, he's got this terrible anxiety about being in a car, so he can't drive. So once I told him that, like, it wasn't going to be the easiest drive, he, like, freaked out and didn't want to drive with me. At which point, George, I then decided, okay, I'm on my own. I better get out of here. Mm-hmm. So I sent Chris back inside. Laura had Lindsay. Lindsay, you'll have to pick it up from here because I left. Well, it was 
Laura, Stefa, and I, uh, and we went to the Serrano Vista restaurant, Mm -hmm. and uh, we waited for Chris to join us. We had some drinks, which Laura got like this really pretty, cool looking like margarita flight with Mm -hmm. the different flavors. Mm -hmm. And I got a margarita. Chris got, you know, he got his drink or whatever. Uh, what, what do you mean, or whatever? You, you mean know, he like... Gets, what is the drink he gets? He's Don Julio and club soda. Yes. Don Julio. And like, he needed it stat. Yeah, he did. I ordered I don't know it. what he said to him, but he needed it stat. Mm-hmm. Seriously, he was like, I need a drink. He went no, and they grabbed got the mandala. They got the mandala in the 909. Did they not have it in the they Serrano? They did not have it there. No, okay. they didn't. We they had a, a little bit more of a limited selection. However, okay, it was still great. The drinks were great. The food was so good. Mm-hmm. I got a filet with okay. some whipped mashed potatoes. It was delicious. Wow. Delish. Wow. I had a great time. You missed a, out. A filet mm-hmm. and, and ma- mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Whipped. Whipped. Damn, girl. Me and Steph, I got the filet. I think Chris got a ribeye. Laura got a pasta dish. I did, which I couldn't finish, but my dad loved it. It was a good time. Good wow. food. Uh, this, the food there, I love the food at Yamaha. And I'm not just saying that. Like, everything we eat there is so good. Dude, how about the Pine Steakhouse? Have you gone in there yet? Not yet. Oh, my God. That place is amazing. And just all the restaurants at the 909 are incredible. Seriously, George, I got to tell you, man, that orange chicken we had yesterday mm-hmm. was freaking great. I wanted to take some to go. Like, I get like 20 pounds Why of that orange you? chicken to go, please. 20 pounds? I mean, this stuff is so good, man. You just want to, like, jump into a pool of it. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's a little excessive. Cap- but anyway. What do you do in, in a pool of orange chicken? Oh, you just you chop chow down? It. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So what time did you guys get out of Yamava last night? Well, it was probably like 11, 11-ish. 11-ish? Oh, dude. Dude, I got home at a, I probably got home around like 11, 11 and change. It's okay. Yeah. It was worth it. Cause by, and also by then, like for me driving back home, like it was an hour. It wasn't, yeah, you know, it, it was quick. No traffic whatsoever. 45 mm. minutes. Right. Well, to my mom's house. 45 minutes. George, you kind of saved me if I'm being honest about the whole situation. Like the fact that you left and then I was like, okay, I really want to be here. But then I thought we'd have dinner at 730 and I'd probably be gone by like nine or so. But it's already nine and we haven't had dinner yet. You know, it's kind of a little late. I've already had some coffee with little Cappy. All right, I think I got to go, and I had to bail. So what did you do, like stop and get some food on the way home? No, I actually did not eat at all, was, I, and I had to fight myself the whole way home. I'm like, don't eat, don't eat, don't stop and eat, don't eat, because I just didn't want to eat. I mean, I wanted to, but it was late already, and I didn't want to, because like, that's how I always complain to myself about how disgusting I am. It's because I don't ever like make the right choices. So what am I going to do, mm. stop for like, you know, un burrito? Mm. You feel me on that, Laura? I do. I just feel like your whole, you saved me. It's like, you wanted to like, go. Gee, thanks. You know? Gee, yeah. thanks. That's how you think of uh, of hanging out for dinner. No, I'm saying it was my us. only, the only way I was able to leave yeah, was because I, George I, already I, left. I didn't save you. I, I didn't feel well. No, yeah, Sedano straight said that. I don't feel good. I know, but what I'm saying is, is that if Sedano was there, I'm like, okay, I got to stay. But you see the fact that Sedano had already left and I was already wiped out. I was like, okay. Right, I but I had a legit excuse. I still so feel I. terrible. So did I. I had a legit excuse. All right, Cappy. So you, uh, at some point, uh, by mm-hmm. the end of the year, you and George owe, owe a uh, team, team, a dinner, team dinner. Birthday yeah. dinner? Yeah. Or okay. some sort of like, yeah, something. We do yeah, one. We'll sure. have Laura come out again and Christopher. And the next time we're all there, we'll, we'll do dinner after. Okay. I would love to. Maybe for that concert. What's the what's the concert that you what's were the concert thinking we're about going, going to? to? What are we, which the one? The Isley Brother one? Oh, no, that's the one. Or Chris Al Green. Al Green. One of those. For real? Oh, they have so many good concerts coming up. Really? Al Green? Yeah. Okay. The Reverend. Let's All just right. make the reservation a little later so then they're obligated to stay. No, how about we make the reservation like earlier? Or better yet, we stay at the 909. We have a nice little dinner right there at the 909. Yeah, I mean, the 909 is great, but like, you know, I'm there every week and I want to I switch she it up. Something you know? I she wants something different. She wants to do something different. I want some and, steak. And I love the 909 too, but it would be, you know, it, you were just complaining about how late it got. Like, it would be, if we do it by the office, it'd be easier for you to get home. Mm. And plus, there was people like, you know, there's everyone trying to take pictures with little Cappy and everything. We had a nice little quiet dinner. You know, it was good. It was Sounds really nice. good. Yeah. It Sounds nice. lovely. You missed out, Cappy. It does sound like that. Sounds mm-hmm. like I would have had a lot of that pasta that you eaten. That and the drinks. I would have uh, probably been like, yo, give me some of that. You could have because I took it most yeah. 90% home and the drinks, uh, Stefa helped me. That's another problem, by the way, George. It's another reason why I can't lose weight is because every meal that I'm at, it's like, okay, Rachel and I will go out for dinner tonight, right? We have a little date night action, okay? Um, I'll order an entree. She'll order an entree. I'm good for 80% total. You understand what I'm saying? She'll take down 20% of the two entrees combined. I will take down 80% of the two entrees combined. Does that make sense to you? Yes. That's why I can't lose weight. 
And that's what would have happened last night. Lindsay, do you have any of that? Sounds uh, like a you problem, bro. It is a me problem. Do you have any of those mashed potatoes left over last night? No, I literally ate every single thing on my plate. Wow. Except for the little mini zucchini. Oh, really? See, I would have eaten that right off well, your plate. Well, there was like three of them, and I only yeah. ate two Well, of yo, them. you done with those little zucchinis? I, can I have those? We also had like a, a good salad for the table. Oh, that's nice. A nice wedge salad, perhaps? No. no. What kind of salad was it? Arugula. It was called oh. like the Hollywood Bowl. It was oh, really? good, though. Yeah. Arugula, that's bougie. It was, but it was so bomb.com. Okay. It was good. All right, then. By the way, I like that you're bringing back bomb.com. I've never stopped saying it. I, yeah, I so always old. say that. And I you love guys still yeah. use bomb.com? Yeah. 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 Oh, I've never really heard you guys say bomb.com. I say, you're the bomb.com. I say I to people, that. like, they are the bomb.com. Well, okay. I talk about food or, like, mm-hmm. a specific thing. Not people, but, like, yeah. Okay. I feel like you're bringing it back. Mm, okay. I never stop saying I it. feel like it's retro. Speaking of which, Cappy, let's bring yes, it back to Yamava. Tell us about uh, your friends at Yamava, because coming up next, we'll get into a couple of things, including the Rams challenge this week. And a messy divorce between Damian Lillard and the Blazers comes to light. We've got details. Dame on the record. We'll get to all that coming up in a sec. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I like olive oil, man. And over and over again. I mean, this song's great, too, but don't get me wrong. I love olive oil. I want to kiss you all over. Uh, I don't uh, even know this uh. song. Till the, to the light, light turns easy. Yeah, I don't. What's the line? Till the light, Til the does night what? glows easy. Oh yeah. my God! Never this heard the song in Come my forty-six this, years. Yes, you of life. have. You've Bro, heard it. Bro, this is a brand new Swear song. Swear to God, it's, it's in Happy new. Gilmore. That's probably what you know it from. No, dude, it's brand new. There's a brand new. I mean, new maybe, joint. but I don't recall it knowing the song. No, like, it's just I've dropped. seen Happy Gilmore a million times, but that's no, brand new. Brand new music. See, this is what happens to me. No, I'm... when there's a song from years ago and I've never heard it before, to me, it's brand new. This is a brand new song to you, George. Embrace it. Love it. No, feeling in the high, I'm feeling in your hall. Yeah, let me hear this. Love you. Yeah. Need you. Here we go, George. Get ready. Come on. I want to kiss you all over. Uh, uh, uh. And over and over again. You don't know that song? There you go, Cappy. Hmm. You don't love olive oil? Extra virgin? I do love olive oil. Extra virgin. Love it. It's delicious. It's it's very nice. It's very tasty. It's very good for you. I have it every day. Oh, it really? is good for you. What do you do? What, what I do you sprinkle do? it a little bit on like, you know, like if I have like a little toast or a little English muffin or something, you know? Oh, that's nice. That's very nice. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. George, let me just remind everybody that Million Dollar Mondays back on 710, thanks to Hollywood Park Casino. Hey, every Monday. Wow. During the football season, a chance to mm-hmm. win, right? You give us your yep. Super Bowl prediction. You give us the two teams, the final score, and you could win a million dollars just for playing. You get two tickets to a game at SoFi. Million Dollar Mondays on 710 ESPN, presented by Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, play. George, last year we had four people on Super Bowl Sunday that had a chance to win a million bucks. Could happen this year. That's crazy that we had four down to the last game, right? Like, right. I, 
I mean, for the chances of that happening in the inaugural version um, should tell people, hey, you should pay attention because you you have a legit chance of winning a million dollars. Like, right. we were that close to giving someone a million dollars. Right. And now you got to listen to all day Monday to get your chance to get in. Yeah. That's a tease. Um, all day Monday you should listen in because we'll have commentary about what the Rams will have done against the Colts as well. So, a couple of things. Anthony Richardson, likely to play, it looks like, mm-hmm. against the Rams. Um, some Rams stuff that doesn't affect this game, but it looks like starting next week, Cooper Cup will start to practice. So hope that's so. good. Hope that means he's going to be on the field pretty soon because I was kind of getting worried. Well, that- they have they have twenty one days to get him out of IR yeah. when he starts to practice. No, I just hope so that they have three up to three weeks. But I but I hope for his sake, like he he's been so good, and um. To get hurt the way he did last year and then come into the season and get hurt again and not have made it out into the field. And I realize it's only three games so far. This will be four. But it'll probably be five, six, seven. I I just hope for Cooper Cup's sake he gets back. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, he's one of the best receivers in football, so you want to see him play for sure. But I think, Cappy, you hit the nail on the head when we were doing crosstalk about the biggest issue here for the Rams will be their offensive line. If they can hold up, Matthew Stafford can complete passes. And if Matthew Stafford can complete passes, I like their chances to win. If the Rams' offensive line can hold up, the Rams will have a chance to compete to win the game. They've been competitive. They went on the road. They beat Seattle when somebody like myself didn't think in the opener. In Seattle, they'd pull that win. They did. Okay, listen, San Francisco probably considered the class of the of the conference, certainly of the division. Okay, They so- were nip and tuck. Okay, yeah, it was a competitive game until kind of a little bit later into the game, right? Uh, this past weekend, Cincinnati is considered a real championship contender out of the AFC. You were competitive, mm-hmm. and certainly the final score made it look like it was a much closer game. So you're mm-hmm. good enough to compete because you've got a good coaching staff, you've got a couple of star players that can possibly keep you in this thing and, and get everybody around them to play better. But, George, if this offensive line follows this pattern of every week having yeah. to have two or three pieces replaced i don't feel very bullish about the. oh no no right yeah no they can't if they start falling into the pattern that they had last year right they're in deep trouble i don't think there's any question about that so that's the key to all of this um you know it's the key to life money power and respect kind of like that too you know what i'm saying oh i thought you were gonna say the key to life was having a healthy offensive line i didn't know exactly where you were going with no that. what you need in life you know mm-hmm. okay you don't know you, no. you know that song no i know the one i want to kiss you all over I knew that one. And over and over again. From 1978, I knew that one. Which one were you talking about? What you need in life, money, power, respect. DMX and Lil' Kim, dog. Oh, that's all you had to say was DMX and Lil' Kim. I would have, of course, naturally. <laughs> this, uh, um, this, this Rams-Colts game, though, I, I'm, this is a game that in the early window... Obviously, I want to see what's going on. I want to see if the Rams can go beyond competing and actually pull off this kind of a win. Um, other games in the early window, George, anything else interesting to you? Like, I'm looking at Cleveland-Baltimore. That's one i got to keep my eyes on, my Cleveland Browns. Yeah, well, we were going to talk about that a little later in the show, so yeah, we probably asking. should wait to do that. Yeah, I mean, there are some games, yes. Out? Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, there's Miami some other, there's some on other my radar. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Did you read the rundown? Um, I did, but I mean, you know, sometimes you just have a random conversation about things, you know? No, I get it. It's but not really scripted. I mean, is it? It's not scripted, but it'd be nice to just kind of save some stuff and spread well, the got, wealth. We as got, you got lots to get to. Yeah, we got plenty. I mean, we got plenty. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you skipped out on Lindsay's dinner and now you're, you know, you're jumping over the rundown. I mean, you know, what's next here? I mean, I don't know if I call it skipping out on Lindsay's dinner. I mean, Lindsay, did you feel like I skipped out? If you did, I, I would. I do because yeah. we were all there and ready to go. <laughs> yeah. And you said you were going to go put something in your car really quick, and then you right. never came Whoa, back. Whoa, see, that's shady. That's yeah, shady. That's Only no, that's Chris came well, back. Put well, something in your car. Well, here's why. Because, you know, when you when you, you valet. I get it. Well, I know why, but I'm just saying it's that's how things happen. When you valet, it kind of could take a little bit of time, you know, for them to get the car up, right? I mean, I think they do a great job at Yamaha, but it's like, hey, you know, they got a lot of people. They got a lot of people that want to pull out. And so then there I was, and I was like, all right, this is taking some time. And then Chris yeah. was giving me his bags. He's like, why don't you put them in the car? I'm like, okay. And then I realized, well, what happens if he doesn't want to go back when I go back, and then I've got his stuff? So then once, once Chris like made the commitment to go back in, and I knew George was already gone, I was like, okay, i got to go. Okay. So I'm, I'm giving you the credit, George. Okay. Or the blame. 
Um, credit or blame is something that's been spread around uh, recently in, in regards to this whole Damian Lillard divorce thing that's been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, did you read the Chris Haynes story that came out last night? I did. I did indeed. On Bleacher Report. I did. So for those that don't know, Chris Haynes is very close to Damian Lillard. So I'm not surprised that Chris Haynes was the one guy to get him on the record, right? Mm-hmm. Dame actually spoke to him um, and put his name to stuff. And in said story, Damian Lillard revealed a couple of things that I thought were fascinating, okay? One, that he told the story that last year, when they wanted to tank, he didn't want to sit, but they convinced him to because they said, hey, worst case scenario, best case scenario, we get the number one pick in the draft, and that's a good thing, you know what I'm saying? Worst case, we get a, a still get a top pick and we can trade it for someone that can play with you if you want to stay here. Um, what if that isn't? Well, basically, what will happen is we'll we'll send you where you want to go. That's his side of the story. Okay, that's right. He's that's like, okay, cool. That's an important thing to say that it's his side of. This the is story. what he said to Haynes. Right. This is what he said to Haynes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have a reason to not believe him. No, but it's but um, it's his it's but, his version of the story. Correct, but do you have a reason to not believe Damian Lillard after not eleven really. years of service no, to one franchise? No, not really. I'm just okay. what I'm saying. So what, then, all I'm saying so, is is that that when you tell a story, okay, especially about a messy divorce, right? Like there's my story. And the way I come at it, and then there's my ex-wife's story and how she comes at it. And you know what? Oftentimes, right, he, George, those are very the, different. He's not the bitter ex-wife here, I don't think. He's the prize. What am I? I mean, I don't know. I don't know your situation that well. You've only told me uh, bits and pieces of it, yeah, so I don't am know Am I the bitter ex-wife fall, or am I the prize? I'm not, I'm not really sure. I mean, maybe the prize, Cappy. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. All right, so I no. Mean, I mean, based I on the way... I, I don't not believe Dame. I'm just saying that's his, that's his story. That's all. Okay, well, let me just continue, the because we got McMiniman coming up, and I want to talk Lakers with him because uh, Darvin and Rob spoke. So I want to mm-hmm. finish this conversation, you and me, for a second. We can Go get ahead. back to it later, but I just want to lay down the, 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 the facts lay of the down, story. Lay it down, lay it down, lay it down. So then after that, he tells the story about how he wanted to go to the Heat, right? We all know that. Mm-hmm. And in the story, it talks about how the Heat, and we've now seen this to be true because Sham Sharania yesterday reported what the Heat uh, offer was, which was three first-round picks, Tyler Hero going to another team, um, a first-round pick swap, multiple second-rounders, and Nikola Jovic, who's their young first-rounder from last year, who balled out during this FIBA World Cup thing. Um, and when you look at that on its surface, by the way, that also means, like the Portland Trailblazers just did, they could have still traded Yusuf Nurkic separately for DeAndre Ayton, which they did in this deal that they did three team with Milwaukee so all that was still in play so I think Dame's disappointment was the offer that was made back in July or August according to Shams um, was indeed the best offer but he said and his agent has then said they were never going to deal him to Miami because that's what he wanted and that's what they wanted and that is the stuff that I found to be kind of fascinating on top of the fact that when Dame said, well, if you're not going to trade me to Miami, then I want to stay here. And then the general manager of Portland said, no, that's not an option. Yep, too late. So it really is, when you break it down, all spite on Portland's part because he wanted to come back, and they're like, nope, not happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that it definitely looks like the Trailblazer organization said, you have tried to force your way into one thing and one thing only. And by saying to the world that you're, you're, you want to be traded, but you only want to go to Miami, that has put us in a really bad place. Now, you might argue, but it didn't put them in a bad place because the trade right, offer they, that they Miami had. They still had the best offer. Right. But, yeah. but you know, it's like you, you've kind of pigeonholed us into one thing and one thing only. So we can only deal with this because this is what you want. And it is sometimes spiteful in sports when an ownership goes, I'm not having him dictate to me. I, I'm not doing that. I'm not giving him what he wants. By the way, the consolation prize for Dame is not like he was shipped off to Orlando. Oh, no, no. Listen, the consolation prize, he wasn't sent to Siberia, but that's what people wanted. There were plenty of pundits who said, oh, send him to wherever he wants to, wherever they want to go. Well, right, like when the when the Lakers had Russell Westbrook, and I was like, trade him to like anywhere. Trade him to the G League. Like, like, don't give him what he wants. When, when, right, and uh, that's when, not how business works. Well, no, actually, it's not exactly in the NBA. How business works. No, that's that's not exactly in the NBA. Well, Jack, that's what happened. 
Well, no, they didn't. They traded him to a contender. They still, it wasn't his preferred destination. It was, according to Mark Spears, like his, or Stephen A., his second or third option. Well, but, I don't, yeah, there's really, he shouldn't really have much of a gripe about it, you know? Well, he still can have a gripe about the way it all transpired, including wanting to come back, and they told him no dice. Well, that, that proves that this was all done out of spite, which is not the way you should be doing business, in my opinion. I mean, you shouldn't be doing business emotionally. And I'll, I'll say this. Good luck, Joe Cronin, moving forward, because I, I don't think people forget this stuff, is what well, I'm saying, I mean, particularly nobody agents. Wants to go there anyway. Nobody wants to play there. I mean, it's not like it's a, an attractive yeah. free agent destination, is it? Um, it hasn't been like for superstars. No, that's why he wanted out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen. But that isn't it just doesn't it doesn't help your cause is what I would say. It, it listen, I, I read the piece and after reading it, I concluded what we've talked about, which is yes, they were not going to let the player dictate to them. They'd paid him a lot of money. They didn't get they didn't really have any championship contention. Um by the way, last year when they told them sit down because we're gonna tank the rest of the way, which they may not have been honest yeah. about, um, they saved a lot of, you know, wear and tear on his body. I know he's a prideful guy and he wants to play. You don't, you don't have a lot of pride. I mean, you, you must have a lot of pride if you're going to get a Modelo commercial, especially a cool one like the one he's got. So I and Gatorade, for that matter. Yeah, I understand his frustration. Yeah. I do. But I also understand the spitefulness of, of owners. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's the way you should do, you should do business personally. But um, I, I, I appreciate that uh, like the Lakers did not do that with Russell Westbrook. But speaking of the Lakers, uh, Dave McMiniman was there yesterday when Darvin Ham and Rob Palinka spoke. Let's touch base with uh, our boy McMiniman next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Yes, sir. Sedano Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. So, Darvin Ham, Rob Palinka spoke to the media yesterday. Media day is next week. So, good time to talk to our buddy Dave McMiniman. McMiniman. Is he there, Linz? Dave is ready to go. All right, cool. Let's talk to Dave. Uh, Dave, welcome back to the season. It felt like a very short off season, but welcome back anyway. I uh, am glad to be back. It was, it was short. It was finally felt somewhat like the off season that we were used to uh, prior to <laughs> yeah. 2020. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm more refreshed than I had been in the last couple of years. So I'll take it. Which there part? Dave, I'm curious. You mean like as in the Lakers didn't have like major off-season drama or you just mean like getting back to pre-pandemic-y kind of off-seasons? Yeah, like kind of the, the all the above, right? Like the, we're back to the the NBA schedule running from late September to whenever your team is eliminated. Uh, that was not the case, you know, starting in, in uh, whenever, October 2020 when the Lakers won and then yeah, Lakers basically had a 72-hour offseason. <laughs> they took care of all their business. We had the one kind of dangling uh, move out there in Christian Wood. Um, but even that one wasn't really surprising for any of us. So, yeah, it was relatively quiet, um, which, you know, so long as you're coming off, you know, a, a team that everyone believes is constructed in a proper way, that's okay. Uh, if it was quiet and they had a team uh, like they had going into last year, uh, you know, then you, you feel a little uh, more uneasy going into the season because you know that there's changes afoot. So, Dave, what stuck out to you yesterday when Rob and uh, Darvin spoke? Yeah, I, certainly 
just the way they both spoke about Anthony Davis. And to me, that's the biggest move of the Lakers offseason to make that financial commitment to him. Considering there's been some high highs, the 2020 championship and nights like he had last year, dominating the Washington Wizards with 57 points and uh, 20 rebounds and, and things like that. And then there are some low lows, you know, the amount of games he's missed. Um, some of the ebb and flow of his offensive performances in, in the postseason this past year, even though the Lakers got all the way to the Western Conference Finals. But there certainly was a meeting of the minds between Anthony Davis, the Lakers front office, the Lakers coaching staff, and they're all on the same page that, that he is the guy to get this team beyond the LeBron years. And, um, you know, there's a lot of excitement around that. And, and I think because of the way kind of this league is, and, you know, Anthony Davis is not a new face in Los Angeles. And uh, like I said, he's not had all these high moments that he is somewhat overlooked in this league. Um, Anthony Davis, if he comes in also refreshed off a healthy off season, uh, he could be an MVP candidate this year for the Lakers. I like the way Palinka said, hey, look, we talked to Anthony Davis and we said, we're ready to make a financial commitment to you, but we want the same commitment to the organization. We'll, we'll give you the money, but we want everything you've got. Did you did you kind of take away that as well? Yeah, that's a good way to phrase it. And it was basically like there is more to this job than – the paycheck when you are the guy for the Los Angeles Lakers, you are, uh, you got to be a leader. Uh, you got to deal with, you know, people like the three of us on this call right now for this radio appearance. Um, there's a lot of media scrutiny and attention. Uh, and you are following the footsteps of all of these all time greats. And to carry that mantle, uh, it's not just a punch the clock nine to five type of job. Like you are trying to have a growth mindset and you are trying to, uh, you know, really be the best you can be um, in, in all facets of it, whether it be film prep, uh, whether it be, you know, diet, whether it be, you know, whatever you, you have to do to keep your body right and skill work and, and the early returns, very, very early returns. I don't want to go too overboard with this, but when the Lakers had their mini camp in San Diego last weekend, Guys are talking. Guys are saying Anthony Davis's jump shot looks like it got some improvement this summer. And um, as great as Anthony Davis was last year, and I think great is the right way to describe it, he was great last year, but his jumper mm -hmm. was still eluding him. So if he can get that back, that just gives the Lakers offense a, a high, a entirely different wrinkle that they can work with. See. By the way, Monday is Lakers Media Day. Don't miss out uh, a moment of it. It'll be all here on 710 ESPN, thanks to BBGo, the official game day snack of Lakers basketball. Travis and Sliwa and John Ireland will be there live at the UCLA Health Training Facility from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. with all the coverage here. 710 BBGo Lakers Media Day coming up Monday on your home for the Lakers. Cappy, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt oh, you. I you're good. To you're make good. sure we got that in there. Yeah, thanks. Hey, Dave, you know what I think is interesting? And, George, you'll like this, too. You know, in years past, you, you talk about the offseason, there didn't feel like there was, like, a, a team brewing. You know, and a lot of it, again, two seasons, I would, pull, I would call it the Russ effect. But this past offseason, no drama. And what you just talked about, a training camp in San Diego. Now, is that a LeBron camp or is that a team sanction camp? Because the way, you know, I'd been reading the reporting was, this was LeBron who put this on and everybody showed up. To me, that's a great sign. Yeah, 100% player participation, um, organized by LeBron and, and with kind of uh, in conjunction with AD, I would say. You know, they, they're the captains of this team, and certainly they, they found something that, that would work for them and uh, got everyone else on board. And, and while it was player run, uh, the Lakers coaches and front office members were there, but uh, they were purposely uh, not trying to you know, overstep their bounds. They're going to have plenty of time <laughs> come uh, Tuesday's first official practice to uh, give their input and and organize this this team as a group the way they deem fit. But there's uh, there's an empowering feeling to the players kind of taking some ownership from the start of things and also taking their cues 
um, from the clear leaders of this team and LeBron and AD. So uh, you know, most every season I've covered the LeBron James team, this is going to be the 10th season I've covered a, a team LeBron has been on. Um, most everyone, there's been some sort of mini camp like this, but what I will say, they haven't always had 100% participation and they haven't always had 100% participation, sometimes because of guys having conflicting schedules, sometimes guys not being healthy. And that's one thing, like, you know, whatever you want to say about the Lakers the last couple of years, they certainly have not had luck on their side when it comes to injuries. They have a clean bill of health going into day one this year. That's refreshing in itself. Dave McMiniman with us here. Dave, last one for you, and thank you for the time on a Friday. Appreciate it as always. Um, I, I think that they're a top four team in the Western Conference with relative health. And then beyond that, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. I think they, they, they should be back in the mix uh, in that Western Conference as a potential finals contender, et cetera. If you're looking at this and we're starting to nitpick, right, what, are, what is an area maybe that you think um, you'd like to see perhaps some improvement in or some area that you're maybe curious to see how something pans out? Where, where are you on that stuff? I, the three-point shooting, I'm still not convinced. Uh, you know, they addressed it. Um, they added a guy like Gabe Vincent who shot north of 40% during NBA Finals run by the Miami Heat. Um, Torian Prince shot around 40% the last several seasons for Minnesota. Uh, you look at Cam Reddish, he doesn't have the percentages, but you know, look at um, just his form. Um, he has a beautiful jump shot. Like, so they have theoretically guys who can do that. I, I just, I got to see it um, because that yeah. was a deficiency for them. And, it, you know, LeBron at some point uh, will have a quarter of a step that he's going to lose. And as LeBron slows down, like, he won't even be able to generate as good a looks as he's been able to do throughout his career uh, because he's been so good at getting into the paint, drawing on that attention, flashing out to open shooters. Uh, if those guys, if, if the look isn't quite as good as it was in the past and they couldn't make those wide open looks, it could be something that this team continues to need to address. Um, and then if that's the case, you hope that, you know, a player like Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, who both had their three-point percentages go up in the playoffs, hope that wasn't an aberration. And that's just a sign of their continued growth. And then I think in that conversation, the most important player is D'Angelo Russell, uh, because he can really sling it when he gets going. Um, but we've seen in his Laker tenure part two, uh, he's very streaky. Dave McMiniman, you'll see him Monday at media day for the Lakers. You, uh, thanks for joining us, bro. Appreciate you. Yeah. Yep. Have a great weekend guys. See you, man. There he is. There's Dave McMiniman. Uh, Cappy, let's kind of recap some of the stuff he said. I also want to get into the big Raiders-Chargers game this weekend here at SoFi. 